You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hey everyone and welcome into today's episode. Welcome into my first episode of 2024. I am recording this at the start of February because I've really allowed myself to just ease into this year, to move slowly, to move at my own pace. I'm not interested at all in rushing, pushing, forcing, hustling, moving faster than I have capacity for. I'm really honoring the pace of my body. And I really felt honestly through January that there was a lot of kind of calibration energetically happening. I really felt myself going through a lot of inner shifts and changes and up levels to really anchor into and align with the frequency and energy of this year. And this might sound a little strange, but I just really felt in my body coming into this year that there was a very different frequency to 2024. And I really felt like I needed to to create some space, to give myself some space to land into the year, to feel into the energy, to deeply listen to my body and my inner guidance and really move through some inner shifts and up levels and changes and realignments before I moved forward into action. So that's what I've been doing a lot through January, just really landing, feeling my way through everything, listening to my body and doing a bit of the inner work to really shift my frequency and start to step into on an inner level who I want to be and who I feel I'm being called to be this year in order to create the types of results that I want to create because It all starts with who we're being, yeah? And I really felt like some being-based shifts needed to happen to me and happen for me this year before I started really getting into creating. So hence why it's taken me a little while to get my first episode to you. So what I really want to talk to you about in this episode is this idea of expansion, expanding our life, up-leveling our life which can be a really common feeling we have coming into a new year. You know, we can enter a new year being like, I'm ready for expansion. I want these various areas of my life to go to their next level, to expand in some way. And I know I used to really come into a new year with that kind of mentality and feeling. So you might find yourself just sort of sitting with and feeling like, Where do I want to experience expansion this year? Um, It might be in your income. It might be in your business, in your reach, in your impact. It might be in your relationships, in your intimacy, in your family. You know, there's so many areas we can feel like I want to expand. I I want to up level. I want to go to my next level. And we can approach this idea of expansion from a couple of different energies. We can definitely approach it from the energy of mental strategizing, thinking, planning, you know, being like, I need to take a lot of action and work really hard and effort my way towards this expansion I want to create. Or 
We can do it in a way which I would probably call a more feminine way, a more embodied way that is much more in alignment with our feminine energy. And and we can do it in a way that's more nourishing, more embodied, more sustainable. Yeah. And so that's what I want to talk about today. I want to offer you five kind of principles that you can work with that will deeply support you to create expansion, but that, that are really based on working with the feminine and a feminine approach and will mean you don't have to come at this from like this energy of striving and seeking and hustling and pushing, right? And I want to talk about this because when I reflect on 2023, 2023 was a very expansive year for me. It was expansive financially. It was expansive in my leadership and my visibility. It was expansive in my business and it was expansive in my relationship. And what was so interesting, like when I reflected on my entry into 2023 and how I felt coming into that year, I did not at all enter that year with the intention of expansion at all. I didn't come into the year being like, right, this is my year that I'm going to expand all these areas of my life. I mean, if you listened to my first podcast of last year, I called that my year of feminine living, a year of devotion to feminine living. And that's really what I I was committed to. You know, I was really committed to descending deeper into my body and into my feminine. And so it was so interesting for me as I got towards the end of last year and I started reflecting on the year, I began to see how incredibly expansive that year was for me without me even intending for it to be expansive. My business went through this beautiful big expansion when one of my reels went viral. I had 7,000 new followers on Instagram within 30 days. And it really brought in a huge up level in my expansion of my reach and my visibility and my leadership. I had three of the highest course launch revenues that I've ever had in the 11 year history of my business. Um, My financial situation completely shifted. I really found myself holding such greater amounts of money. Uh, holding more money than I've ever held in my bank accounts while still feeling regulated. Yeah, while still feeling calm. I bought a new car and I just felt this whole new level of like security and abundance and overflow with my money. I experienced big expansion in my relationship with my partner, such a deepening of our intimacy. And I really received this kind of like new level of his love his support, his provision, his care, and his masculine energy. It really felt like a new level that I hadn't experienced before. And I also had my highest revenue year in my business. So I actually reached a new kind of income milestone, I guess you could call it, that I had been working towards for a while and I never reached. And I reached that last year. And what was really cool to look back on was that All of this expansion did not come from me striving and seeking and grasping and hustling and trying to get it. It came as a result of my journey of feminine descent, descending deeper into myself, more deeply inhabiting my body, regulating my nervous system and really expanding my capacity to hold, to hold more energy, more sensation, more of life. And as I held, was able to hold more internally, I could hold more externally. 
And there was definitely work involved with this. There was definitely hard work and action, you know, in a lot of ways. But it didn't come from this place of force. It came from this deep devotion to show up for the areas that I could see I was being invited to step into and show up for and lean into and take action on that were a lot of times incredibly uncomfortable. Like I really had to step into a lot of discomfort. And so I just really looked back on this year and I was like, wow, you know, the deeper that I came into my body, regulated my nervous system, anchored more deeply into my womb wisdom, journeyed my feminine descent, you know, learned how to hold and receive more, the more potent and magnetic I became and the more naturally these external areas of my life expanded. And this was so radically different for me because I've always typically come into a year with this intention to expand. I've always like yearned for expansion and I've never reached it. Like so many times I've come to the end of a year and I've been like, had all these goals and these figures that I put out and I just didn't get anywhere near it. And a lot of the time it was because my desires were coming from my head. Yeah, rather than from true, a true deep hearted space. It was because I was pushing for expansion from this place of lack and need and grasping for results to make me feel like I was enough and seeking and striving for external validation and success to prove myself in the world. And the other reason I couldn't create the expansion I really wanted was because I lacked the level of embodiment and nervous system regulation and energetic capacity to actually hold the very things that I was asking for. So I just really, as you know, as I'm sharing this with you, I really want you just to feel into like, do you have these areas of your life that you are yearning for expansion in money, business, love, relationship, leadership, travel, like your career? What are these areas? And are there times that you feel like you've entered a year setting goals and with this plan and with this strategy to reach it and then you've reached the end of the year and and you haven't you haven't got there and it can be very often these reasons that I just touched on so what I want to offer you in this episode is just you know my reflections on 2023 I've really pulled out five key principles that I worked with that really created this change for me And to some of you who are in quite a masculine mindset, some of this episode may feel a bit frustrating because what the masculine mind wants to do is it wants a strategy. It wants a quick fix. It wants a how to. It wants a plan. What our masculine mind wants to do is it wants to take something that feels like a problem and fix it. It wants to say this area of my life isn't working. How do I change it? How do I eliminate what doesn't feel good, and how do I get something better? And so when we're in this mindset, we'll find ourselves, you know, on Instagram or looking at people's programs, grasping for the next solution, the next quick fix, you know, how to lose 10 kilos in 30 days, how to gain 10,000 followers or make $100,000 in two months, you know, these hard and fast quick fixes that are so masculine, And when we're in that mentality, we're always on the hunt for what is that solution? How can I fix this problem? How can I get what I want? And that's not how the feminine works. That's not how 
we receive and expand and up level as the feminine yeah because so often we're trying to just get the information so we have all the awareness and the knowledge but it's not embodied it's not integrated it's not digested and metabolized and internalized and it doesn't create deep embodied shifts and that's the problem because it's the embodiment It is the deep embodied shifts that we create through the things that we learn and then we practice and we work with and we do the inner work and we integrate them. That's how we create change because life responds to who we're being, not just what we know, not just what we've learned, who we're being. And that requires embodiment. That requires shifts on your level of embodiment. So what you're going to find as you're listening to these things that I'm sharing with you is they're invitations into deeper levels of inner work. They're invitations into places where you can go deeper, where you can embody and apply what I'm sharing with you. I'm not going to give you like some quick fix. Oh, here's how you're going to expand your life in the next month. Like it's just not sustainable and I don't want to support that type of approach. Okay. So I've, I've pulled out these five feminine keys that really helped me expand and up-level my life, my business, my finances, and my relationship, my visibility, my leadership in 2023. And I want to offer them to you so you can work with them and practice them and see how they work for you. Okay, so the first key is to deepen into your embodiment, deepen your level of embodiment and embodiment, meaning how deeply you inhabit your own body. Like, are you living from your head, your mind or your body? Are you able to be in your body, feeling, meeting what's coming up, experiencing life through your body? Or are you continually avoiding, numbing, disconnecting, tapping out and leaving your body by going up into your head and getting back into that masculine mind, you know? So what I really came to learn in 2023 is that you can only rise as high as you have first descended deep, right? The depth to which you have descended inside yourself is the height that you can go to when you rise. And so the way the feminine expands and up levels is she first descends. She first has to anchor deeper into herself And then through that deepening of capacity she builds from how deep she's gone within, that's how high she can rise and that's how wide she can hold, you know, whatever it is that that comes in. And I really journeyed this so, so much in 2023. You know, my devotion was to like, how deep can I go within my own self, within my own body? How deep can I hold my consciousness and my awareness inside my body? How deep can I bring my awareness down into my womb and my feminine root and really feel everything that is alive inside of me and really break those patterns of pulling out and escaping and avoiding and numbing uh, when it feels like it you know, it gets too much or where I don't want to face and feel what's alive and just slowly and lovingly really expanding my capacity to go deeper and deeper into my body. And what embodiment work really does for us as women, you know, it gives us greater grounding. 
It helps us create a deep sense of safety inside our own bodies. It's this rooting where you feel connected to the earth. You feel connected to your body as your home, as this place that holds you, right? And going deeper into our body, what it requires is an ability to meet what's alive. You know, it's, it's our journey of doing our inner work, of going to feel our emotions and work through our triggers and alchemize our wounds and start to become the embodiment of the person that we need to be to create what we want. Because anything new you want to create requires a new version of you. Yeah, it requires a deepening in the embodiment of certain aspects of yourself, certain qualities, certain ways of being. And it requires you to go in and meet and feel and alchemize and heal and face off with anything within you that's not in alignment, which means really going deeper into the body. And, you know, it's really through embodiment that we regulate ourselves, that we can actually access this deep sense of like, self-connection and self-knowing and confidence and our inner voice and our power and our worth. And I remember years ago, I had this energy reading with this woman and she said to me, she gave me this analogy and she said, before a tree rises higher, it first deepens its roots. This to me is how the feminine expands. Because from the masculine mind, we're always like, I just want to rise higher, rise higher, rise higher. I want more. I want what's next. I want more. I want more. But where's your grounding? You can rise higher. You can try to get more. But can you hold it? Now, that's really where the embodiment comes in. And so when I started to think about this idea of the, you know, a tree deepens its roots before it spreads its branches. Yeah, yeah. Like this is what we need to do. That's how the feminine up levels is deepening of our rooting inside of ourselves, our capacity to reside within our own bodies. Then that opens up this capacity to hold more, to spread out our branches, to rise higher, to expand in the areas of money, of success, of business, of career, of visibility, of leadership, of love. Because until you've deepened your roots, you can't hold, yeah, all of this expansion that you want to call in. So that was probably one of my biggest, biggest learnings was as I deepened my embodiment, I didn't even intend for certain things to expand, but they expanded naturally because of my embodiment, because of the expanding of my capacity, there was now room for me to hold more. I could receive more because of the, the grounding I had. And I had the level of embodiment to be able to meet the triggers, the wounds, the insecurities, the unworthiness, the, the self-sabotage. When it came up, I could go in and work through that in my body. And that was necessary to make sure I wasn't sabotaging the things that were coming in. So if you want to hear me talk about embodiment, I would recommend listening to episode 130 of the podcast. It's called Embodiment. What is it and why is it so important? And that episode will will take you deeper into this concept so you can, you can learn a little, little bit more about what I teach around embodiment. 
Okay, principle number two is regulating your nervous system and expanding your capacity to hold sensation. Okay, this really ties on to what I was just talking about with embodiment. So the more energy and sensation you can hold in your body, the more energy and sensation you can hold in your life. When you expand your nervous system capacity, you expand your life because you can only call in and receive what you can hold and what your nervous system has capacity to stay regulated in relationship with, right? Like you can call in money, call in love, call in visibility and success and expansion. But if you get completely dysregulated and feel incredibly unsafe, you're going to have to push it away because it's stressing you out. When you can get to a point where more comes in, you know, deeper love, deeper commitment, more money, more visibility, more success, whatever it is, and you can stay calm and regulated and you can support yourself through that and not get derailed, then you're showing life you can hold it and then life will bring you more. So until you have that capacity, you can't hold more, you can't up level. And You know, this was something I really, really worked on because when you are expanding and going to new levels, you're going to hit discomfort, right? There's going to be a lot of times you feel incredibly uncomfortable and it is all about how do you navigate that? When uncomfortable sensations come up in your body, like what I was saying before, when things like unworthiness or self-doubt or fear or Oh, self-protection or even unsafety or whatever, you know, a limiting belief comes up. When that comes up and it feels really uncomfortable in your body, can you stay with yourself in your body and hold that and feel that and take care of that and alchemize that? Or do you go into avoidance, numbing, distraction, escaping because you can't hold that level of sensation? And now wherever you're at is totally fine. It's all based on the amount of trauma in your system. It's all based on how much inner work you've done up until this point. It's all based on your level of embodiment. And these are all things we can work on. But this is what I really deepened this year. And so I would watch where I would get dysregulated, you know, in the presence of more money coming in, in the presence of greater visibility. And I'll give you an example about this in a moment. In the presence of more success And I learned, I was really working on my embodiment and how do I really stay with that, feel that, meet that, take care of myself through that and alchemize that. And when you can really do that, you stretch your capacity and you can start to hold more. Now, when you can hold more energy sensation in your body and you can stay regulated and you're not escaping and avoiding, you're showing life, you can then hold more money, love, abundance, success, visibility, right? It's all about expanding our capacity to be with sensation. It's a big part of what I teach in my work in Divine Femme. We do a lot of this embodiment work and a lot of like really staying with the body and meeting and feeling our emotions, our wounds, our triggers, the the sensations that come up. And being able to love and welcome and open to and and embrace and accept everything that happens in our body without closing, without shutting down, without escaping. When you can do that, you can hold more 
of life, of whatever it is you want to call in. So I did a whole episode on that. It's it's episode 132. It's called Expand Your Capacity to Receive. I'd highly recommend listening to it. And I recorded it around the time that I was going through some of this big expansion. So I teach you a little bit more about that in that, in that particular episode. Okay. Key number three is to unravel any good girl programming and wounded feminine conditioning because this is the stuff that's going to sabotage you this is the stuff that's going to keep you small and this is what is going to prevent you expanding and really rising into the woman that you want to be and into being able to hold greater amounts of whatever it is that you're you're wanting And again, I mean, all these principles tie together, right? This is about being able to hold more and more discomfort. So as I was going through my expansion in 2023, I had to learn how to hold greater amounts of unknown, greater amounts of uncertainty, greater amounts of criticism, of not being liked. I had to hold that fear of being judged. I had to hold the fear of being seen. I had to work through the parts of myself that kept myself small in order to be liked. Now, if we're not working through these parts of ourselves, they're going to come up when you come to a new level in your life, when you come to a new level of in your business, your career, your relationship, and they're going to sabotage you. They're going to pull you back to your old self where it's safe. And so any belief system we have that's limiting us, it needs to be upgraded. Any wound that we have, it needs to be healed. Any patterning and conditioning we have around who we think we need to be to be loved in the world, that needs to be reworked, right? And this is the the inner work. And this really means sitting with your triggers, which ties into the, the past two keys that I gave you. You got to sit with that part of yourself that wants to be liked, wants to be loved, wants to get everyone's approval. You have to sit with the times that you fear you're going to be rejected. You're going to be judged for shining so bright. You're going, you're going to have people not like you because you're becoming more successful and making more money. You're going to have to be with that part of yourself that when that guy comes in and wants commitment with you and you feel so unworthy of it. You've got to be able to hold and feel and meet that and unravel these aspects of your patterning and your conditioning, which comes through embodiment work and which comes through the next key that I'll give you as well. I'll I'll share with you how I work through some of this stuff with my inner child and my subconscious mind. But just to give you an example of what I navigated in 2023 around this, oh my God, 2023 was the death of my good girl. Like literally, it was the death of my people pleaser. It was the death of my, the part of me that needed to stay small to keep everyone liking me and to keep everyone happy. I mean, if you've listened to this podcast over the past six months or 12 months, you may have heard me talk about my reel that went viral, that reached over a million people, had over a million plays. And how many people came across that reel who don't follow me, who don't know me and who left very negative, critical, judgmental comments. And I, in my entire career, have never up until that point ever experienced that, have ever experienced putting myself out there, sharing my work, making myself visible and being judged, criticized, ridiculed 
torn down, told that I was wrong, told that I wasn't even credible enough to have this conversation, called names, and to have that in a public forum where everyone could see it, it was quite honestly humiliating to me. And I can't even tell you how much discomfort came up around this. Like it was one of the most uncomfortable things I've ever journeyed in my career. And my inner inner people pleaser, she was dying. She was like, I just want to keep all these people happy. I just want everyone to like me. I just want to get it right. And I've got it wrong. I messed up. People hate me. People pulling away from me. People are telling me I'm wrong. So what did I have to do? Well, there's two things that could have happened. I could have collapsed in that moment. Part of me wanted to go delete the reel. I could have hidden and just disappeared off Instagram for a month. I could have completely gone into a spiral of shame and unworthiness and just never been able to really come out of it. But instead, I was like, you know what? This is my chance to expand my capacity to feel discomfort, to feel what it feels like to not be liked, to get it wrong, to be judged. And I need to learn how to sit in my body and feel that sensation because any form of greater leadership, greater visibility is going to polarize people. And if you want to expand in your visibility, in your leadership, you're going to have to deal with not everyone agreeing with you and not everyone liking you. And your inner good girl and your inner people pleaser is going to hate that. She's going to hate it. And this is where you have to come in and love and support that part of yourself as as you sit in the fire of that, right? So this is what stops a lot of people expanding is they get to the edge of their comfort zone where they're starting to maybe fear they're going to be judged. They're going to be rejected. People won't like them. People won't agree. And they retract. They pull back. They stop sharing. They delete the post. They step away from the opportunity. They don't have the conversation. They pull back. That will stop you expanding and that will stop you up leveling. You have to learn how to walk through that fire. You have to keep stepping into the discomfort and keep loving the part of you that is so afraid to lose external love. So that's what I did. Uh, And it was the most expansive experience of my entire year. I had someone DM me when I was going through this and she said to me, she's like, honey, I'm telling you now, this is the key to your next level of income. She's like, I know this is uncomfortable, but this is the key to your next level of income. And even my boyfriend said to me, he's like, babe, your next launch of Divine Femme is going to be your biggest launch ever. And I said, I I don't agree with you. You know, at that moment, I was so contracted. I was so caught in what was going on. And I was right in the middle of a Divine Femme launch, but I couldn't hide because I was here to really talk about my program. And so I just kept showing up and showing up, even though I was terrified. And we ended up coming out of that, having the highest launch I've ever had in the history of my business revenue wise. And it was all because of my capacity to expand into that discomfort, to hold that discomfort, to keep leaning in. And the results that came as a result were incredible. I also last year had the experience of hearing about some people that I knew who I thought were friends, to be honest, or kind of, you know, acquaintances saying horrible things about me behind my back. 
and they were always really nice to my face. And then I heard through the grapevine what they were saying about me. They were mocking me. They were laughing at me. They were teasing me and my work and making jokes about the things that I share and saying, oh, you have to go see this. Look at what she's doing. Like, like bitching about me. And Oh, my God. Again, that was so uncomfortable to the part of me that just wants to be liked. But this was another test. Can you hold that, Connie? In you sharing your, your work, your visibility, who you are, can you hold people judging you, bitching about you, not liking you? And can you still fully show up and be you? You know, that's what allowed me to experience the expansion. Okay. If you want to hear me talk a little bit more about particularly this wounded feminine, you know, the good girl, the people pleaser, she wants everyone to like her and love her and she can really be holding you back. I talk more about that in episode 131, how to heal wounded feminine and masculine energy. So you might want to check that one out. Okay. Our last two keys. So the fourth key is to get incredibly devoted to supporting your inner child. So I work a lot with the inner child. And to me, the inner child is an expression of our subconscious mind. And in our subconscious mind is programmed in all of our belief systems, all of our conditioning, all of our identity, who we think we need to be in the world, to be loved, to belong, to be good enough. And all of that gets programmed in in childhood. And these aspects of your subconscious mind are going to come up at different points when you're trying to up level, similar to what I was just talking about. And when you start to try to step into a new identity, a new way of being, a new level of receiving, a new level of success or abundance or love, you're probably going to bump up against the conditioning that's really programmed in around your worth, your identity, maybe your beliefs about money, maybe your beliefs about love and men, whatever it is. And so the way that I personally reprogram my subconscious mind is by working with my inner child. There's a lot of different ways you can do subconscious reprogramming, you know, breath work, hypnotherapy, RTT, you know, there's all these different EFT, even all these different modalities. But I work with the inner child because she is the expression of my subconscious mind. And when I work with the archetype of the inner child, I'm working with this precious little part of me that I feel so much love for and so much compassion for. And it allows me to really go in and reprogram some of those deeper beliefs by going back to the root cause of when they were created. Okay, so if you want to work on reprogramming your subconscious mind, you have to go in and really find where a lot of those beliefs were programmed. Maybe where there's unresolved trauma, maybe where there's emotions that are still stuck in your system, maybe where there's self-protective mechanisms that you created, that's all buried in your subconscious. And you want to go try to go back to where that was first created so you can reprogram it. And I do that through the inner child. I go back and I find the version of myself that created that memory, that had that traumatic experience, that developed that wound within them, that had that emotion rise that she couldn't process. And I go and help her resolve that. So the reason I would say devoting to taking care of your inner child is so important when you're expanding is because she's going to come up at a lot of levels through your expansion. There's going to be a lot of times where she feels unsafe. 
there's going to be a lot of times where she says, don't do that because I don't want to feel rejection. I don't want to be abandoned. I don't want to not be loved. I don't want to lose connection. And so when I hear her come up inside of me, it is my job to go and take care of her, to go and listen to her, to go and hear and honor her fears, her insecurities, her worries, to go and meet her needs, to give her what she needs, to give her the love, the reassurance, the holding, the safety, the support, the care, the space to feel and process her emotions. It's my job to go in and and help her take on new belief systems about herself that will allow her to feel safe to step into this next level of expression and will mean she doesn't need to keep playing out inside of me, trying to pull me back to safety. She can allow me to continue to grow and expand. So devoting to taking care of your inner child is incredibly important. I'm always watching out for her when I am navigating something in my relationship, coming up against a trigger in my business, feeling vulnerable when I share my work with the world, um, feeling unworthy when more money comes in. I go and work with her. I find her little voice. I find an image of her. I find what she's feeling and I go and work with her. I do a lot of inner child work in my program, Divine Femme. We do a lot of that because, like I said, that's how I help the women reprogram their subconscious. And I also talk more about this process in episode 123. It's called How to Heal Your Inner Child. And I'm sharing with you my five-step process in that episode. So if you want to learn more about inner child work, go listen to 123. All right, key number five. So you can see, you know, these are all tying together. These are all interwoven. And these, this is just like the core of the inner work that I do that allows me to keep expanding and up-leveling. The final principle and key here is, is devote to being body-led rather than mind-led. And this was just a principle I worked with all year that I continue to work with. It allows me to stay in alignment it allows me to stay in my feminine it allows me to follow my inner guidance and really do the inner work that needs to be done to receive and hold what I want so so often right when moving through life from our mind and when we're up in the head we are moving from our masculine conditioning We are often abandoning and disassociating from our bodies. We are rushing. We are hustling. We are overriding what's coming up for us. And sometimes we're grasping, we're chasing, we're seeking, we're looking outside of ourselves saying, how do I get what I want, right? Anytime you're in that mentality, how do I get what I want? You know you're moving from the wrong space. That is not the space you want to come from to truly receive and up-level and expand. So this is why embodiment work is really the foundation. When we build a relationship with our body, we are able to slow down. We're able to feel. We're able to listen. We're able to truly move at the pace of our body. And when we move at the pace of our body, we can actually hold what comes in. When we move too fast, we're often trying to up-level and expand so fast, yet we haven't yet developed the capacity to hold it, and that's when we lose it. 
So even in, you know, what I was saying at the start of this episode, that it took me until February to record this, it's because I'm moving at the pace of my body. I'm not rushing and pushing from my mind. I'm feeling my way through everything. All my decisions I make by feeling into my body. All of my actions I take by listening to my inner wisdom. We've got to make space. We've got to slow down. We've got to feel our way through the journey. Listen to our deep embodied wisdom. The more we're doing that, we can be aware of, huh, like, there's a trigger coming up. There's a wound coming up. I'm at the, I'm, I'm getting dysregulated. So I'm really devoted to being body led. This is being led by the feminine rather than the masculine. This is slowing down, creating space, feeling, listening to your intuition. And it's also taking the path that doesn't always make logical sense that's not always the safest or the most comfortable, but is the one that on a deeper body-based level, you, you know you're being guided to do. You know, all, a lot of the steps I took last year that created big expansion for me, I didn't know that were going to create expansion. Like if I'd been up in my head being like, let's strategize and be like, okay, how do we get what we want? How do we get more Instagram followers? How do we make more money? Da, 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 da. Like it's just... It's not the right energy. All of that expansion came because I was just devoted moment to moment to moment to following my body, to following my guidance. When, you know, inspiration hit and said, create this reel, write this post, launch this program, say this to your partner, put this out into the world. You follow this moment to moment guidance. That's when you devote to following the body that the expansion comes. It comes to you, not because you're chasing it, but because you're in alignment and you are being the version of yourself that you need to be to create what you want. You're working on who do I need to be? How do I want to show up? How do I want to live? What qualities do I want to embody? And you're moving from that and then life just starts to reflect that back to you. So that's an ongoing principle of feminine living is being willing to slow down and listen to your body and feel and alchemize your emotions and listen for your intuition and go at a pace that you have capacity for. Trust the process and and really live from this more this more feminine way. <sighs> so looking back they are the five keys that radically up-leveled and expanded my life last year. They are keys I'm going to continue to work with this year. Like coming into this year, thinking about my expansion, it's just more of the same, you know? It's just continuing to work with those principles. And while none of these I've given you are these, you know, logical step-by-step miraculous formula, I promise you they work. I promise you when you do the work and you work them, they are life-changing. They expand you. They will expand what you have the capacity to receive and hold in your life. And they will allow you to expand without you sabotaging yourself and while still feeling really regulated and embodied. Yeah, because you're going to call things in when you're truly ready to hold them, not when your mind thinks you need them. 
And so I can feel a big up level and expansion happening again this year. But as I said to you at the start, there's no striving. There's no grasping. There's no how do I get. There's just deep listening. Deep listening to my body. Deep feeling my way through it. Deepening my embodiment and deepening my capacity to receive and hold what is destined to flow into my life. So I hope you've enjoyed this, my love. I, yeah, I really wanted to share that with you. I hope there's been some takeaways that you can work with. There's a lot in store for this year and it's all going to happen in its own divine time. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for supporting the work that I do. And I just can't wait to share more with you as we get into the flow of this year. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you are subscribed so that you never miss an episode, either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you love to listen to your episodes. If you loved this episode, leave the show a rating or review. I would love to receive a five-star rating. If you love the show, a written review is fantastic as well. And you can also share this to your Instagram stories if you enjoyed it and tag me or share it with a friend as well. So thank you so much for being tuned in and I look forward to talking to you again next time.